Welcome into an all new edition of the Tailgate Podcast. Here's Stinky McStinkerface and Duncan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, true. But true. That's, and that's ins- what he will he will one day call his son in a very short amount of time after that son is born. Stinky <laughs> the first, McStinkerface. The first time junior. that he has to change a diaper. Oh, you are Stinky McStinkerson Jr. You take after your dad. <laughs> if you're confused right now because the first part was edited out, uh, we were making fun of Ty because during our mic check, he decided to fart. On air. And also about his son because yeah. that potato is due to come out of the oven mm. anytime. Anytime now. now. But not today. Didn't think I was going to be able to record today. That's Maybe uh, today yeah. because this comes out on Wednesday. Very we're not true. time travelers, but it's not, it's not happening on Tuesday. Not yet. That's a weird book. The time travelers, whatever. But yeah, I didn't read it. It's a weird book. I saw the movie. We've been calling you daddy for years. and hey, It's different. Daddy. Daddy. Right. Your dad, dad. So, uh, after a fantastic, one of the best tournament games ever. Oh man, it's so good. Uh, on Saturday, Y E W yeah, UCLA, uh, man, yeah, CLA. You see, you see later. The got. Jays were not dropping. No, the Jays were dropping, actually. Oh, I mean, it was man. an overtime game. <laughs> it was an incredible game. By far one of the best tournament games in recent memory. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was super stoked. I mean, at the end of the game, it's hard to be to not be that invested. Uh, especially, like, I, like, ran out of Taps on Main. This is a true story. I saw yeah. this. Yeah. Ran out at Taps on Main and was just like, they hit the two. And then they inbound the pass to Suggs, and I like came running back into Taps on Main. Mind you, I have a boot cast on right now. This is and true. I was like, play defense, play This is also defense. true. It was fantastic. Yeah. No, it fantastic. was insane. I mean, th- Johnny Juzang with 3.3 seconds left gets his own board and the putback mm-hmm. to tie the game at 90. I mean, 3.3. And then Jalen Suggs just says does legendary march things yeah. so, well hey, April, christian leitner but... your shot not as good as my shot yep yeah doesn't matter what dumbass other sports personalities decide that it's not actually a classic because it was a lucky shot it is a classic it is. and you're an idiot yeah facts he took that shit to the bank to the bank unreal the bank <clears throat> yeah jalen suggs is incredible yes he is Cousin of Terrell Suggs. Really? So you guys know. And really? he was also an all-Mr. Minnesota in both uh, basketball and football. Only person ever to do that in Minnesota State history. Hmm. Actually. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. The more you athlete. know. Bung, bung, Which, bung, considering bung. that Dave Winfield comes from that state, that's pretty that impressive. That might be trademarked. And actually next year, yeah, their, their star player that they're getting next year, freshman, is also from Minnesota. Oh. That tall white kid that we watched a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he committed yeah. to Gonzaga, of course. He is built like an anorexic young Kevin Durant. Um, but or like Eddie Hull. Just taller. Jesus. Eddie's Bag not here handles. for us to make fun of. Yeah, like he, he's, Eddie, probably, he's probably not even going to watch this. Eddie, I love he you. Will. <laughs> Just make sure that Just Eddie watches the first. making the jokes. Until all Eddie, watch like, the first hey. ten minutes of the podcast. That's all we, we watch do. the whole That's thing. That's all we have to do. Watch the whole yeah, thing, but specifically the first ten minutes. Actually, he probably should watch the whole thing because then he can learn a thing or two. <laughs> He's not a sports guy. He's not, not a sports thing. guy. He's not, not a sports his thing. Guy. He's a good guy. But just doesn't guy. have the juice. There's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, juice. Scott Drew finally wins his first title. Spectacular. Finally. Uh, no, I'm going to say I'll agree. Finally. That, but it shouldn't be that way because he, he inherited such a shit situation. It was it's, the first coach after David Bliss. 
and, and when when the program was legitimately yeah. there was discussions of it getting the death penalty for sure and that's well, you, not that literally and that's not me play, trying to make a pun because that was literally they a program on conference games for three years yeah right couldn't play any postseason yeah. couldn't like it was they they were punished as severely as they can be and it was because of the, just the ignorance and of a coach who just yeah. refused to refused to acknowledge what was going on in his program and when you literally have a player kill another player due to a drug transaction right. of some kind like that's these are the kind of things like and as a Chiefs fan I remember the the Javan Belcher situation mm-hmm. from a decade ago and it, yep. these are like nightmare scenarios that you don't ever forget about yep. and then they hire Scott Drew in 2003 he referenced uh, Glory Road, uh, the movie, but he referenced obviously uh, Haskins uh, during the Don post- Haskins, yeah, Don yeah. Haskins during the post game press conference, yeah. and it was like one of those things like Texas, like this is what we do, and it was like one of those things where, like oh that's actually oddly fitting, like I, yeah. I, I really like that reference there, like mm-hmm. it was it was something that made me just that much of a fan of Drew it's Scott and, and Scott Drew's been like he gets a lot of he doesn't get a lot of necessarily love up here, but we're also in KU country. And KU, I think a lot of KU fans have always wondered if maybe he was potentially a threat, but still they were able to keep him at bay. Because the fact is, is he elevated Baylor to heights that they'd never been at. Mm -hmm. And when he started elevating them, that was heights that their football program hadn't been at either. So Mm -hmm. Scott Drew Drew was king of the school. And the guy is a legit class act. Like it's, Mm -hmm. he's somebody who I have have had the privilege of, I actually got to meet him when I was working during K-State basketball games. And and I was on the court, and after Baylor came into Manhattan and kicked the shit out of the Wildcats that year, uh, I went up to him, and I actually said, and this would have been in 2009, and I actually went up to him, and I was like, hey, I just, you know, I wanted to say I really admire the job you've done at Baylor, given everything that you walked into, and and where they were a ranked team at that point. And he shook my hand, talked to me for a few minutes, for a couple minutes, and he's like, absolutely, you know, I appreciate that. We've worked really hard, and he's like, I hope you, you – he literally said, he's like, I hope you realize that you've got a pretty special coach up here and Coach Martin as well. And, oh, how right was he ever. But, uh, no, it's, he's an absolute class act. And I couldn't be more thrilled to see that he gets to finally get to that top of the mountain. So That's Bruce awesome. Weber is no <laughs> Martin. <laughs> <laughs> we know this. No. We're not going to go on a Bruce Weber We don't Weber need to do that today. today. I am he wearing K-State, that video but that's message because today. it's now God a new it. season. It's a new season. The college basketball season is over, so we're on to football. Mm-hmm. We just had the spring tri- spring game. He sent so me that message. I'm wearing I have to K-State because I'm on to the 2021-2022 season. But still enjoyed the hell out of the end of this 2021 basketball season. Still- so with that said, in my opinion, oh boy, do you guys believe that this is one of the – or probably of the modern era of, like, I would say – Last 30, 40 years, the most impressive coaching job anyone's ever done yeah. in basketball, at least. To beat Houston and Gonzaga, mm-hmm. both by damn near 20 points. Mm-hmm. And it would have been 20 if not for a few late buckets by each team that dropped it back down into the teens. Yeah. I mean, I'm they just, just... This year, I'm just saying overall to get there. Oh, where, yes, from where, yes. From where that program came from. To 17 years, 18 years later. 18 years, years now. 18 years later. I would agree. F- to win a national title after Damner having the death penalty. The, what what he's had to go through. Yeah, ex- right. 100%. Before, I mean, before the football program kind of took off, like, it was an athletic department that was known for spending a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, 
that it's incredible. Like, well, it's absolutely incredible. And you do have to take into account too that playing in the Big Twelve and being in the shadow of Kansas, how many other programs have tried to rise up and grab that brass mm-hmm. ring to take it away from KU and be the lead dog in mm-hmm. the Big Twelve and to win Texas the first Tech. national championship the Big Twelve has seen. What would have been the only one over the course of three plus decades mm-hmm. was KU's in two thousand eight. The last yeah. one before that had been nineteen eighty eight. I can't think of the time another Big Eight or Big 12 team would have won a national title. And you've seen Oklahoma has been to the Final Fours. Oklahoma State's been to Final Fours. Texas Tech. Iowa State. Like, a number of these teams have had their moments. I don't know if Iowa State was a Final Final Four. Fours. But they were a one seed one year, at the very least. I mean, and they've had high seeds. Have they been a one seed? I think think in – oh, they were a two that lost. That's right. Don't don't beat yourself up about it. I know I mentioned Iowa State, and I'm sorry Iowa I didn't sucks, want you. To. Man, Jesus. But anyway, you yeah, saw you saw like, oh, but I, Iowa I, State I had some your pen. both under Hoiberg, but oh. also under uh, um, I think I, in like 2001 when they had Pfizer and those guys. I think maybe. they were a two as well. But yeah. anyway, but no, a lot of anyway. high seeds. But it was an opportunity for them to maybe try to try to make that run and sure. we're never able to and to see that it was scott drew and baylor were the ones to finally get over that hump and win the big 12's first national championship in 13 years and the only the, the first one, one besides in ku and I'm, I'm literally gonna have to go look this up after the show and see when the last non-ku big eight or big 12 team to win a national title was yeah it's no, been decades yeah i i, I want to say like early 90s but that's like no it's definitely not no, it's probably later than that. That's fine. That's oh, fine. Because like we know it's not because KU was the first one in thirty years. Oh right, years. you're right. So like KU before Baylor had won the previous two titles for the conference. I mean, yeah. I can't like you're Mizzou right. and Kansas yeah, State you're didn't. Right. Yeah. Iowa State didn't. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, it had to be like seventies then. Um, maybe that, in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, uh, like Colorado oh, hadn't. I didn't even yeah. think about that. I um, mean, yeah, it's and then. Texas, Texas A&M, mm-hmm. Texas Tech, Baylor. Like, this is – It could go back as far as, like, huge. having to be, like, Southwest Conference. This is huge for the conference. And this is – this is it, the last few seasons have seen the end of KU's pure straight dominance mm, of the Big right. 12. And this is that next step. You've now got sure. two out of the last three years in which KU did not win the Big 12 mm. regular season championship. And they still, like the, – they talk up all this success. And Bill Self is a phenomenal coach, and he's right. one of the best in the game. Lifetime he's still contract. only got one yeah. – Yeah, lifetime contract. <laughs> Uh, he's still only got one national title. Like, and I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, 13, 14, Tom however Mizzle many conference championships he won in a row. You've only got one national title. Now Scott Drew just has as many as uh, Bill Self. I'd like to point out that Hall of Fame coach who just retired at 58 had uh, Roy Williams had no national titles. Oh, is that so? Or, oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. The, the correction. I'm just kidding. No, I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> Yeah, I do have to I'm say, just, though, just kudos, pointing it out. Kudos for the program, though. <laughs> yeah, no. With uh, when it comes down to who they hired on and moved into, for sure. it's the first time that they hired an African American coach to lead that program. Oh, Hubert and, Davis, yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic because I needed to happen. Being lauded by a lot of guys out there, just being an incredible basketball mind. Not to pivot all the way to UNC, no, but Roy, right. another We're talking big basketball. Name for the area. It's a big name. And like, former KU coach, uh, one. Three national titles? Won three titles yeah. at, at, UNC. Uh, at UNC. And that, that's a situation where so many KU fans hated him for leaving KU. And I'm sorry. it was This is a situation that worked out for best for both yes. parties. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, Bill Self elevated KU to another level that Roy Williams hadn't. Do you need a Band-Aid, and then, no, I'm good. 
And then Roy Williams did things at North Carolina that he didn't do at KU. And even he won more national titles than Dean Smith did. I mean, right. that's, that's incredibly impressive. I mean, the only reason I would put Smith above him is that Smith basically birthed the North Carolina Blue Blood program. But um, it's Roy is an all-time great coach. He's top ten yeah. coach historically, I would say. I agree. Agree. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's – yeah, and you look at how many former players, including how many former KU players, adore him. If you, if, if you haven't seen, I know it's a few years now, but if you haven't seen the uh, senior night speech by Marcus Page about Roy, it's, it, it's giving me chills right now just thinking about it. But it's, I believe it. He's, and the, means a lot to his players. And, and uh, the guy, too, you can see that he still had a great deal of love for Kansas when you remember the year. I, it was it was one of the tournament years where North Carolina had lost. He stuck around and attended a Kansas game, and he's wearing a can like he's got his sweater on. He's got like a Kansas sticker, or Kansas button on there, showing that hey, I st- I still support these guys. You know, he spent 16, 17 years there, yeah, so just, absolute yeah. class act. But he's seventy, you know. Time, like some of the hate that he has gotten over the years from Kansas fans. And I've thought it was absolutely yeah, bullshit. Like, like you said before, he helped both elevate your program. Both sides benefited. What Bill Self has done, like just in the conference, will likely never be matched. And like, no. And the other, the other aspect of it too is, so many KU fans act like he stabbed him in the back. He, that was the second time that North Carolina had tried to pry him away yeah. to get him to come back home. He'd said no three years earlier. Right. And he wanted to make sure he left KU in the best possible situation Should when he did leave. The guy is. They got, there's not a lot of coaches out there like him. Like this no. is, it took him a lot of time and a lot of like it was a hard decision but he, but for him he to decide. Win a national title here. Oh well. So what? Bill's still only got one, and that's only because Derrick Rose couldn't hit free throws. Absolutely. Uh, oh man, free throws in this tournament. <laughs> I was going to say in every tournament. How many, uh, how many times in the basketball? No, I was thinking the same thing yesterday. Jalen Suggs is missing free throws. Like there was a ton if of guys you're missing. Relying free throws. on college kids to make free throws to win you a game. Good luck. In, in, it in happens March, every freaking year. <laughs> they're not in school right now. They're they're on spring break. Like, come on. <laughs> We're on a 20-day spring break locked in hotel rooms in Indianapolis. They can still go shoot free throws. They, <laughs> they still have access can. to the gym. They absolutely can. But college kids I know. Suck. It, is, it, it, it always happens. It always happens. There's always a game where you're like, if these kids just hit their free throws. And it, every year. Every year. And that's why. Sorry, it's not the best part. That's why, that's why we throw pins on the ground. That was me. I will. It was me. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was great to have the tournament back. There was some incredible games. Um, but yes, it's football season and it's draft season. Let's yeah. do this. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm all excited about football. K-State football, Chiefs uh, football. I'm ready for all of it. The NFL draft. First things first, should we uh, mention the uh, Sam Donald before trade? we move along, oh, who? Right, one last thing. Uh, congratulations to Luke Garza as being the first ever consensus player of the year from the state of Iowa. More like Iowa won't win, but he, something he different. W- he did win six National Player of the Year awards, so fuck off, Tom. Yeah, he's pretty good. <clears throat> he's good. Uh, pretty pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of pissed at myself for not remembering to wear his jersey today. But I had to work, so shit happens. But Stupid work. Back to draft season stuff. Uh, the anticipated, I know we kind of fought it, and we really thought that, they would keep him, but the Sam Darnold trade finally happened. The uh, Carolina Panthers traded a sixth this year, a second, and a fourth next year uh, to bring Sam Darnold there, which 
Obviously takes them off the board for a quarterback in the top ten. Um, or does it? Or you know, does it? Pretty it? much does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, they, they picked up the fifth-year option dun, on dun, him. Dun. Which would be – wait, he's – He's in his third year. Last year was He's going third. into his fourth year now. So they have him for two years, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two years. Which is a good audition. Uh, he's coming into a situation with good talent around him. I mean, Christian McCaffrey. And honestly, the Jets did DJ Moore. exactly DJ Moore. what they needed Robbie. to do as the Jets. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he's meeting up with Robbie Anderson again, but the Jets did exactly what they needed to do, which is just let this year just go. You're getting your rookie quarterback, and whatever happens this year happens. And, you know, you're not giving away a ton of talent because it's a second from the year after. So you Seconds are valuable. That's there. A second and a fourth is still value. It's yeah. not like they gave him up for nothing. Uh, he, they gave him up for nothing this year. But they didn't, like, sell but, the farm. To, no, they didn't yeah. sell the farm, which n- nobody was going to sell the farm for him. Uh, you kind of had to accept, like, take the best package available. And getting a second in that in, in and of itself with where he ranks – as far as statistically in the league the last few years, is huge. And it proves that if you need a quarterback, just take one. Because if it doesn't work out, even after three years, they're going to have enough value to where you can trade them. Right. So this works out for both sides. If he can't work out with Joe Brady, one of the most innovative coaches out there uh, in college, I mean, he helps Joe Burrow reach new heights. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, last year, Teddy Bridgewater even flashed a little bit. And Teddy was Teddy, though. Uh, and Teddy's going to go be Teddy somewhere else, as it seems. But uh, hi, any uh, bets coming in real quick for uh, where Teddy lands? The Maybe? rumors are Denver. Denver. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Say, I was going to say that's what I'm going to go just with the the house here. And it was a Denver reporter that acknowledged it was uh, Benjamin Albright uh, acknowledged that Denver has already inquired about him. Um, but if the compensation, like if if they're asking too much, they're not going to do it. Like, right. A two, a four, and a six, right? Like that. That's fair conversation. <laughs> two, four, and six. Now the four and yeah. six for Teddy, I would believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the initial text that I sent to Duncan didn't include the two, which would have been an, an insane. And it was it was literally as I was getting ready to start filming the edition from Tapped In yesterday, and I'm just like, I I, I need to God, no, I need to know more. Delay five minutes. <laughs> Let me talk to Aaron. Let me talk to my people. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so that's the second uh, major quarterback trade that kind of, or yeah, major quarterback trade that kind of shapes this draft. And one other uh, quarterback story is kind of picking up more steam, and we haven't really touched on it a whole Rogers? lot. No, no, not Rogers. No. It's uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't know oh, if you've right, heard. Right. He's been accused of sexual misconduct by right, twenty-two right, women. No. They have filed criminal charges now. And I thought it was the Rodgers statement that was like, I don't know what's going to happen in the end of my career. Yeah, no. Uh, Rodgers, I, I don't think Rodgers is moving for at least another year now. And uh, I don't think this is the end of his career either. No. I think he plays right, into his 40s. Yep. If Tom can do it, Aaron's going to be like, I sure as fuck can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Deshaun Watson thing is interesting because basically every team that's been rumored to be interested in him has made some sort of quarterback move. Mm. Uh, Carolina being one, San Francisco being another. I mean, and then just teams moving into the position to take the quarterback. I mean, the Jets have apparently locked in on Zach Wilson. You also have to mention teams that are in quarterback drafting positions. That's like Atlanta at four. 
Yeah. Don't need to make a move, but they're. I don't think they were really to. ever in on Watson, though. I think they were always either going to go keep their guy or draft yeah. with how high they are. Um, but the situation with Watson has definitely, like, like I said, had, in, had an impact on what those teams are doing. Like, the teams that had the assets to, to move for him, or for him are not going to do that until this is all settled. And it's a very dicey situation. Uh, there's a reason why you don't hear a lot of sports media companies talking about it because up until last week or, or just a few days ago, really, there wasn't criminal charges mm-hmm. brought, and you hadn't really heard heard from any of the victims at all, other than the Sports Illustrated story. Today, you had a girl on camera, and she's yeah. putting her face on it. And I mean, n- we've seen more like things that end up being something else, but like it was very genuine. There's like, way too much, like because we we came yeah. out and we said we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And we did that purely because we'd heard nothing bad about him throughout his college career, the beginning of his NFL career. And there was some dice. Deshaun stuff. Watson wow. seemed like a pretty stand up guy. And we were like, plus the, the timing of it seemed convenient for it to be right. a um, smear campaign. Thank yep. you, smear campaign. And now there's just so much out there that it's like, man, this is. This is. Deshaun Watson, you're a creep, dude. Like, yeah. like you've got some. We've all. We've all got our demons, but man, you've got some some stuff yeah. that's not not good, and you no. can't get past that. You got to get past it, man. Yeah, yeah, and because like because his lawyer drummed up all these women, that, all these other masseuses that are like, oh well, this never had, it never occurred, blah blah blah. Okay, but what about all these twenty something women? Not to mention all like who knows how many more are out there, right? That he's just doing some really really shitty stuff with. Yeah, we could be talking about. A top five quarterback, potentially never playing football again. Yeah, I mean that's it. He was drafted so high, came out of college, and had a great couple of seasons. Like this is a kid, or I mean, obviously still a kid, but this is a person that took the lead by storm. Yeah, I mean, was he? He was. I mean, a step behind uh, Pat Mahomes is like the best player, best better young quarterbacks in the in the league, and. I mean, don't let his mother hear you say it that way. It's Patrick, damn it! I don't give a shit what his Pat mom says. <laughs> oh, Randy, Randy! Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I understand, but no, it's uh, this is because I can't help but think of you know some uh, some other quarterbacks who got blackballed in the league, mm-hmm. but Kaepernick was mm-hmm. an outrageous situation, and that's I think everybody and their mom probably knows that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' mom too. Uh, knows that. See how I did that? Uh, knows like that Colin there. Kaepernick should have been playing. I mean, and it's yeah. and he was probably better than a, at least a third of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And no, he's not the quarterback that Deshaun Watson is. But I don't see how any general manager, head coach, anybody uh, involved that would be in the decision making of bringing Deshaun Watson into their team. I don't see how any of them could justify bringing Deshaun Watson with the stuff that he's got coming against him. For sure. But would then be able to say, is like, well, no, we never would have brought in Colin Kaepernick. Like, I mean, it just. We, at first it was a smear campaign. We now realize that it's not a smear campaign. Not that we yeah. necessarily like thought for sure, but we, it was it was a it it was a situation where it seemed dicey. We hadn't was, heard anything negative. Stuff. 
yeah, the the lawyer being a neighbor and personal friend of the owners of the Texans. But then you think about it, and you're like, if the Texans, like, what's their benefit of smearing the quarterback that they want to keep? Like, literally, the only yeah. thought that I'd had is that then he at that point, okay, no team wants to trade for him. It's not financially viable for him to sit out this season. Not in the first year of an extension. Right, but then but when you get into the territory of, like, there's a criminal case against him, that doesn't benefit them at things. all. That yeah. changes things. It like, changes this is everything. the thought that we had initially when we right. saw a couple... Uh, like it also we, changes how the the team itself and the organization handles those cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is... Yeah, it's, it's definitely a very interesting situation. And, yeah, it's crazy to think that we may have seen the last of Deshaun Watson. It is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and like we said, there's a uh, we gee we're where's Houston on yeah, they, on it's not uh, like they can take a in this first round to replace. I them. think they're the third overall pick, if I no, remember no, correctly. Nope, that's San Francisco <laughs> by way of uh, Miami. Miami actually. by May, by wow. way of. But no, at least they have a quarter. At least they have a, At least they have a instead of that third pick, at least they have a left tackle who can be able to protect. Whoever, Whoever the hell ends up in the backfield taking snaps for Houston. Yeah. For four first-round picks, you can get one lineman. Yeah, yeah. One lineman that is very to true. protect And if you don't have a quarterback Three next year. Or somebody else. And if you don't have a quarterback what, next year, what, what you can have a Osweiler bunch of running backs. Do you think maybe they'll make another run at Brock Osweiler? Do it. Do it. May Bring as well. It. Get some Brockson. Good old Brock Lobster. Oh, yeah. Brock Lobster. Dun, 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 dun. Your fault. I went to the beach. No, 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 no. We're done. We're done. Everybody had right, we're not matching going off on towels. Ma- nope, nope. Oh, nope. We don't have matching ties. We just have one tie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> throw the pen. Uh, I don't want to hit the laptop. This pen. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't hit the laptop. <laughs> issues as it is. Yeah, please, please don't hit that. <laughs> oh man. After, Anyways, after uh, yeah. So that that creates a pretty volatile situation, and unfortunately, Houston has no out as far as like getting nothing in the clear future. Maybe we can take nothing. a pick. Maybe we can draft a quarterback net. Maybe the year. At, mm, mm. Maybe in the no. There no. can be yeah, miracles. They're screwed, they're screwed for a couple no. years at least. Sorry. There's just a lot of singing on this show, and I'm, I'm apparently. I, I mean, I guess not on the show. Even a lot of it's on off camera. It. Anyways, <laughs> uh, set, uh, mock draft, tailgate mock draft 2.0. Let's do this. Uh, the order, uh, the latter, should the order, the order has changed a little bit because of trades. Um, we also switched who's picking where as far as us three. Because this guy got to pick everybody. He got to pick everybody's got to. team's picks. Got to. You guys stuck me with that burden. Hey, man, I okay? feel honored. You guys go, oh, well, since you said we can choose, you get to pick the I Cowboys, Lions, and honored and privileged. This is I am so excited. If you don't know how it worked last time, since there are only three of us and there's 32 picks in the draft, uh, and in any we all pretty get much to pick any the same draft, amount, right? Yes, we all get to pick the same amount. Uh, Ten, duh. Uh, but the top two picks, <laughs> we uh, came to a consensus based on uh, just public knowledge, uh, and right now it became a lot more clear because of the Sam Darnold trade mm-hmm. that the New York Jets are going to take Zach Wilson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence stayed. We have him staying the same. A C H Zach Zach Zach. The Zach attack coming in hot. Mine was bad. Mormon Mahomes. 
What? Mormon Mahomes. We got some cricket noises. <laughs> and on well, I mean, no, because if we had a cricket audio, then it would have been on. It would have been burned out by Ty already so far. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's fair. No shame. Love anyway. you. Uh, so, uh, no shame. With, with those two gone, I had the the third pick in the draft. And despite the rumors out there uh, among the talking heads, I <laughs> caught, it. Mitch, there's, caught it. Love that band. A few of them. Like it's Todd it's McShay, be- CBS has one, and I saw yeah. another one today that I can't remember. There, there's more and more people saying like, I'd be shocked if Mac Jones, who we pegged as the fourth best quarter or fifth best quarterback I have in this draft. Five. Fifth, yeah, that's what I meant. I misspoke. Uh, fifth best Oops. quarterback in this draft. Up until a couple weeks ago, it was consensus. Uh, fifth best quarterback in the draft. Now they're saying sense. he's going three. I'm not going to believe it until draft day. Um, I'm going Justin Fields to San Francisco. Um, I just think he's the most yeah. dynamic quarterback left of the three. I think Lance could be right up there, but needs a little bit more development. You don't trade up to three. For a guy who might need to sit, need some development. But I mean, I I don't hate to go against what I just said, but San Francisco is keeping. They Garoppolo. are keeping Garoppolo, so, so he would sit behind could, him. It could absolutely be him. But also but with Jimmy Garoppolo's situation, that's a very real possibility that uh, Jimmy G gets hurt, right. and Justin Fields ends up seeing the way. Justin Fields ends up on the field anyway. Well, you so, could we could see a situation like one would say Wilson on the fields. Where they say, like, oh, well, he's our developmental guy. And then, oh, no, he's better than our guy in camp. And they end up playing him, and that's when he gets traded. Yeah. Could very well be that situation. I mean, it's one of those things. It Just in case he gets hurt, and then he can go on the field. <laughs> he's no Justin Forsett, but we'll, we'll, we'll pass by. He doesn't make the rules. He Justin Forsett. Forsett. So with it? the fourth pick, <laughs> fourth pick, uh, it's the Atlanta Falcons, and that fall that duty falls to me. That burden, duty, duty. It's a burden because it's the Falcons. Duty, uh, and, and actually, and he makes and Aaron makes a valid point because I think a lot of us have in mind that the Falcons are going to probably try and not probably. I think they are trying to trade this pick. I agree. And as it gets closer to the draft, I think it becomes much more likely, but we are not doing trades in this. We are just going with the things as we see them. Availability. Let's do it. And so the Falcons, I think they're going to try to make one more run with Matt Ryan. So I am going to take, excuse me, in the 2021 NFL draft with the fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts, tight end from the University of Florida. I think that's a pick too early or pick too late. I think that he's going to go to San Francisco so we can get some Kittles and Pitts. But that's just me. But you choose how I you would love want. to have Kittle and Pitts. I, I think I've been. I think Ty's in a pits of misery. Yeah. Right yeah, I mean he's in a he's in a kittle bit of pits. <laughs> yeah, right. I like yeah, it. I like it. Where I, like I it. see. I, it. I see. If Atlanta like stays at like four, it. I think they go Kyle Pitts. I think they're going to stave off trying to go get the quarterback of the future to replace Matt Ryan because yeah, I think they they think he might have a little bit of juice. Yeah, left. and honestly, like I mean, is the I, juice worth a squeeze? Oh, man, that's such a good quote. Speaking of is the juice juice worth the squeeze? What do you think Cincinnati's going to do? So, uh, I thought Cincinnati was going to go Pitts. I think Cincinnati could still go Pitts. I think ah. I've said it from the start that 
that, that Joe Burrow Not in this loves. draft, they aren't. Yeah, I know, right? It <laughs> sucks. But, I mean, I love the fact I, – I, I love Pitts. I could talk about Pitts for forever because, oh, man, Pitts are great. But um, – <laughs> Don, Don, we have a new uh, kink yeah. ties to tell you. Don's about. pits are great, uh, but things, just but add that to the list of things I never thought I'd ever hear talks about on this show. But okay, yeah, we're talking about how here pits, we are, and they're amazing. Here we are. I think that if Pitts is off the board, I think that the Cincinnati Bengals will go Pitts in the fifth. In the fifth, but I think that if Pitts is off the board, the, they will go Sewell. in the fifth. With the fifth overall pick. You mean in the first. With the overall (laughs) Overall. pick, fifth. All right, so who'd you take? Pene O'Soul. Is he Irish? O'Soul? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, they're bringing him in to go and uh, protect Joel Burrow's blind side. That's really good. I like that. All right, that said, uh, Miami. You know about the O'Soul clan. (laughs) Since... uh, the two previous teams are mentally handicapped. Not, yeah. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not at all. We are better than that on the yeah, tailgate are, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, I will apologize. That was a Russell. Yeah. No, Cut that out. You get that. You get that. Don, get him, Don. Since they forgot who wide receiver one and a, a generational talent at wide receiver one, in my opinion, uh, since they forgot that he was there, I am going to have to go Miami taking Jamar Chase, a guy who we thought right, right. in our previous one they would take at three. I mean, when Miami was there, like 100%, man, Chase. Chase is great. At three, and he's still available at six, and that's why if you think that your guy's still going to be there, that's why you make the trades that they made. Well, and, and here's the thing is pick. I think with the Atlanta, I think Atlanta inevitably does somebody trades up to four, and Chase might be that guy, so – you know, we'll see. I think he Chase probably doesn't fall out of the top five, but I, I like so. him to Miami at six. I like I this. Too. I like it. He gets. I mean, you get Tua, his uh, like number it. one receiver. He likes it. I need to life cereal. Get a life, Mikey. He likes it. God damn it. Uh, okay, but yeah, best wide receiver on the board. Miami needs a receiver. If you want to. Get a good talent for your or your quarterback. Got to cement that roster. I mean, they have Gasicki, they mm-hmm. have Demonte Parker, they have you know they have Tua Tagovailoa, Jakeem, Jakeem Grant. Like you have that guy that can stretch the field, but is a better talent than Grant, and then the other players well, they have he's on there. Also, like a foot taller than Grant. Yes, Jakeem Grant is a very good he's kick returner in this league, small. just like Andre Roberts. But that's a different conversation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that if if he's available at six, which I don't think he will be, uh, I think that they'd be stupid not to take him. That said, Duncan, number seven, who you got? Don't fuck it up. He's going to fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. He's going to fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Who you Would have? Would you like to see how many fucks I give if I do fuck it up? I, I don't I think, think we've exceeded our limit enough. of fucks, actually, so yeah, I Yeah, there's apologize. no fucks to give. Uh, no- well, I mean, I look at what Detroit has, and I think that there is... A little bit of steam picking up among mock drafts and other people talking behind the scenes that the Lions might go quarterback. It's possible. Man, and Trey Lance is on the board still. I do like it. And Mac Jones is on the board still. I do not like 
and macaroni. I do not like Shane macaroni. Buscelli is on the board still. Yeah, macaroni Jones. I do not like macaroni. And Jones. Sam Eilinger, Ellinger is on the board still. Ian sh- Book at number seven. And <laughs> the Book of Ian is on the on you, the board still. <laughs> no, uh, I think Detroit. I think me. Dan Campbell. If you know if he's going to be biting people's knees, he needs a shorter receiver, and I think Jalen Waddle is just perfect to be able <sighs> to go God. after oh, people's God. knees. Oh, thank God! No, but actually, <laughs> no. I love Jalen Waddle for <laughs> for uh, Jared Goff in that offense, and I think Waddle is. We saw the kind of explosiveness that he possesses in his time in Alabama, even before the injury, and he tr- he's got heart. He tried to come back after the injury and just couldn't. Yeah, Shane Falco, baby. But, uh, I mean, they played in multiple quarters in the national title game. Which, which was, was a huge mistake. Uh, With our so powers but, combined. Heart. But uh, Jalen Waddle, thanks, Captain Planet. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jalen Waddle, yeah, Jalen Waddle to the Lions. I think that'd be a brilliant pickup for them. So. I like it. I like it very much. I like it. I like, I like it. it. All right, Carolina, Ty, who you got? Uh, so I have the first corner going off the board on this one. I have uh, Patrick's in hand. I think um, it's a very, very solid pick Isn't for them. Isn't he old? The third. The, the second. second. The second. <laughs> I had an extra eye. We're having fun here. <laughs> I had an extra eye on my draft board. Uh, so he's definitely the second, not the third. I mean, I'm just I'm projecting that he's going to be the... Uh, the, the but he's the first yeah. corner taken. The first corner taken, and the but second is... He's who sec- it is. Second and the third is the first corner, but he's the second Sertan. The third is going to be the future. Patrick and Sertan, it's not Sertan, it's Sertan. Sertan, Sertan. Make sure you get Sertanini. that. All right. All right, on to Denver. Denver, with Sertan going at eight, is going to take Rashawn Slater. Ooh. I don't like it. I mean, I do for Denver as a Chiefs fan. I don't like it. Yeah. Because um, I don't want that they've guy. They've been striking out on on tackles for a while. Well, and they got yeah. lucky that Bullis, over at least the first half of the season, seemed like he might finally be living up to his former draft And status getting that combo guard, that's good right for them. Uh, <laughs> Rashawn right Slater could be – yeah, Rashawn Slater could be – He's a combo. A knockout. He's great. Mm-hmm. So, and in a division where you know the Raiders are going to try to bring the pass rush, I mean, with Cleland Farrell – uh, but still, Max Crosby, pretty good. Honestly, and they just went and brought in Yannick Ngakwe. Chiefs have, you know, Frank Clark, Chris Jones. They're going to try to bring in, suck. you know, make a move. Just kidding. Honestly, after Jaren watching. Reed, Chargers have Bosa. After watching the tape that I watched. But they don't have Bosa. I them. will go ahead and say. They don't have both of them. No. They just I will have go and say, after watching the tape that I've watched, I will go ahead and say that Rashawn Slater is the best lineman in this draft. Did you watch the Wolves now? I did. <laughs> Deb, do you know what Sewell does? Uh, Sewell's really good. I don't. I think it's like a one A one B thing. Um, Rashawn Slater, he more of a better run blocker. Sewell's definitely a better pass blocker. I think Sewell's um, the best ta- tackle prospect of the last five years. And he's only twenty. Yeah, he's only twenty. Yeah. I, He'll only be twenty starting the season next year. He was nineteen. Going like into this last crazy season. quarterback yes, draft like and the, the state the of quarterbacks. Like right. The upside for, for Sewell There's some years is, he would have gone one. Right. Mm-hmm. So The upside for Sewell is ridiculous, but also I love the mechanics of Slater. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch the mechanics of Slater, you've missed out. Fair enough. Well. He's also very, very strong. Well. That front squat video that I sent you guys is ridiculous. Sick. Yeah. 
Uh, Dallas at 10. Who you got? Well, Aaron, for your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, man, they've definitely they've got some needs. Not as many as people would think. Nope. It's a fairly strong roster overall. And you got... Lots of injuries last year. Good old Dak coming back. Hmm? Shut up, Ty. You, I will punch you in the face. But I think the biggest hole that they have and what they need is at cornerback. That's fair. And is it not? I Patrick? there's a cornerback I would love to give them, but there are injury concerns, and so I'm going to go with the next best cornerback, who honestly is not. It's not like he's just some consolation prize. No, it's the most athletic. He's cornerback got ever some insane, yeah, insane athleticism. He's also got a wonderful Upside. pedigree. And uh, so at 10, I'm going, I'm going to have the Dallas Cowboys select J.C. Horn, cornerback love out it. of South Carolina. Love it. Obviously, Son of Joe. Obviously, I'd love to get the Alabama connection between uh, Sertan and uh, Diggs and back connected. Yeah. But if he's not there, if I have to settle on Horn, I think I'll be all right. Do you think his dad calls him on that same cell phone still? He calls him on the Horn, yeah. Damn. Love it so much. <laughs> We could just he gets him it, on the horn, you know. And it, uh, I mean, yeah. that's all this league is based about is around the horn. Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, I apologize right. for nothing. Um, <laughs> he apologize. Right. You shouldn't apologize for anything. I, uh, Ty, who you got? Um, New York Giants. Well, you know, pick eleven. Had a couple beers now, so uh, getting that uh, drunk point. Noticed. So, no, we're fine. <laughs> got this. And this is the way the Giants have seemed to pick for the last... Drunk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, Dave Gettleman goes into yeah. every draft. But... Three Miller Lights deep. But... Hi, Gracie. <laughs> hey! But we're just going to go ahead and pencil in... Uh, Watch that interview. That was a lot of fun. Devontae Smith in this one. Is it's he good? not a drunk pick, but it is the best wide receiver on the board. And it's a really tall, lanky wide receiver that matches he's very really well. Tall. He's yeah, like he's six, like 6'1". Six six okay, one. it's not really tall. It's Marvin Harrison-esque, just without yeah. the psychotic tendencies. Hey. That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> As if we learned anything this, this year. There's always this caveat now. <laughs> Jury's still out, homies. Uh, Don't put anyone on a pedestal. I, no, I love Devontae Smith, and because, <laughs> I, frankly... Uh, this is a mock Might draft, obviously, but I think I think because Chase mm-hmm. likely goes higher than six to Miami, I think Devontae Smith ends up reuniting with uh, his original college quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, and in Miami at some point. But hmm. given how our our draft board is is uh, is shaping out, uh, I him to the Giants, that's doing nothing but favors for Daniel Jones. So I agree. And it's too bad Daniel Jones a, will have problems getting him the ball because his arm's trash. I mean, he'll have problems getting Saquon Barkley the ball. It's true. So, yeah. who's up next? Actually, oh, it's me. Philly! Uh, Philly. My What's your favorite. Philly special? My Philly special <laughs> is... Uh, it's not I'm Nick giving, this year, I'm giving my there's least... nothing fi- special about them. There's nothing special about them. Because he's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and I'm going to give Philly my least favorite top 15 pick in this draft, and that's the best linebacker who should not go this high, uh, Micah Parsons. A player yeah, that I would pull my hair of, out if my team 
douchebag tendencies. But he's douchey. He's, he belongs. He's a so he belongs in Philly. Yeah, he's, he'd be perfect. Worst, worst fans he's, he's in sports in Pennsylvania, so that'd work out for him. And I'd get yep. really mad if the Lions happened to pull that trigger. Cause like oh, the, U.S. especially should be mad. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you go Parsons at seven, that's, you I'm should be especially angry be for mad. You. There's definitely that rumor. And I will throw a chair during seen, the draft show if that happens. That's from promise. what I've been seeing on the draft boards, I get really mad at my own fan base. I think we all do. Um, but I get really mad because they're just like, <laughs> yes. take him. He's the best. And I would have like, had a bone to pick with mine the other day. <laughs> stop. Do not do that. Mm. It's bad. Yeah, it is. Stop it. Stop not it. that he's a bad player. It's just not good no, value to take a linebacker that high. He's a good player. but And man. I don't, I, I've said it on multiple shows. I'm not convinced he's the best linebacker in this class. 100%. And that linebacker we'll see later. will be taken in a few picks. Possibly. Yeah. We'll see. No, you can't. Yep. Okay. We don't know. Uh, um, uh, so be. next up is 13. Lucky number 13 for the most unlucky team when it comes to, uh, to injuries. Everything. In the NFL, the Los Angeles Chargers. Punctured lungs by doctors and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> that was such a freak accident. But only the Chargers, like the Chargers, the Eagles. I feel like that's the only two franchises something that like that would happen to. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Chargers, they found their quarterback of the future in Justin Herbert. Uh, just He looks like, man, he was hey, Bear. such a – Yeah, I remember you when you were on that for a while. But, uh, yeah, that train hey, derailed pretty badly. It's, it's Hey, Herbert. Bear. It'd be Herbert, right? I'd uh, love some sherbet. Thank you. Um, also, I can't read. Lime sherbet, preferably. Here. Thank you. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I but anyway, the Chargers need to protect him it moving forward. It looks like forward. Darnay. Derisaw. And so Christian Derisaw is the pick for the Chargers at 13, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Uh, there's even some mocks that have him being the second tackle taken over Rayshon Slater, which is a little Stupid. bit nuts, but, uh, but you know, okay. whatever. Whatever you throw some nuts and some marshmallows and chocolate ice cream, you get a great thing. So nuts can be a little bit okay sometimes. With these nuts. Plus, that's how Ty's about to have a baby. Whoa. You're right, though. I mean, nuts came into maybe. play, so put in, you put marshmallows and nuts into ice cream. <laughs> that so what they baby. did? That's how you get babies. Um, <laughs> you guys are kinky, man. Do not look to the tailgate podcast for the scientific definition on how you have a baby. But marshmallows and nuts, and you put them in. Together. I was literally just talking about the nuts, but if you want to get marshmallows and chocolate in, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Ty, who are you taking for Minnesota? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Don't tell me you're going to do, because there's somebody left on the board right now. And I'm obviously, he wasn't going to go to Los Angeles, wasn't going to go to Philly, New York, I'm Dallas, Denver, maybe. I'm going to do it. Because he's not going to last this long in the actual draft. Somebody's going to trade up and go get this guy. But you you're going to tell me how to live my life. I'm going to do it. I can try to tell you how to live your life. No, 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 no. I'm going to do gonna it. Listen. I think it's going to be jerk. Trey. Look at my own hand. Wyatt Davis Lance. going to Minnesota. Trey Lance. <laughs> Morig. Got Trey it. Lance is going to Minnesota if he lasts this long in the draft because they're not happy with that's, Kirk Cousins. Had to think about that for a second. That, that, that's not ever been a thing that's been reported. That's very true. Their fans are unhappy with <laughs> no, the fans. Just, yeah. The fans being unhappy with him is not in reality for the the actual. It is very true, but I also think that Trey Lance is that quarterback that needs to develop behind 
The yeah, but not I see years. your argument, yeah. and it was a thought that did occur to me. He's there. But I also think that Minnesota has so many other needs, they'd be foolish to take a quarterback to develop when they want to try to jump back into competition with the Packers. And the roster's not far from me. No, it's not. And so, but I mean, you know, there is, there's, but I'm not saying the it, Packers did it last Aaron year. The pen, pen is down. The pen. Aaron's is all down. flustered now because he dropped the pen. The Packers did it last I don't need a pen this time because we aren't writing anything. We are. But you didn't know that. Hey. Hey, we did it ahead of time. We did this ahead of time. We were smart yeah. this time. You're going to play this off as us being smart? <laughs> Let's just keep going. <laughs> I'm just going to stare at this box and just <laughs> pretend nothing's happening. All right, so <laughs> Trey Lance at 14. Uh, dum da dum no, I'm just kidding. Wow-ish. Now the real reach. Love uh, you. New England at 15. <laughs> Who is so Wyatt pissed Davis. that Trey Lance went to Minnesota. They are so mad that they're like, screw it, we're going to Hawaii. Bill Belichick's like, I'm cutting the sleeves off of all of the hoodies in everybody's closets right now. Yeah. That's how he rage. That's how he rages. New England is going to be one of those teams that's in on the Atlanta pick, but Atlanta won't trade it to them because of the 28-3 to game, and I can feel it. They're going to choose, like, Denver or someone like that to trade down with, which is smarter. They're going to get a higher pick. Yeah. But New England is going to try to go for that pick, and the owners are just going to be like, we cannot let a team that just beat us in a Super Bowl, one of the most epic comebacks ever, like four years ago, trade up and take a quarterback. I mean, it might happen no. like three out of 28 scenarios, but. <laughs> That's so the I'm odds saying. aren't great. The odds aren't great, <laughs> but doesn't mean it can't happen. It, That's true. Although Tom Brady is not involved this time, so. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think they're definitely going to be in on a trade up. But if they don't trade up, they need to improve the interior of the offensive line because Joe Thune, uh, your guys' new Kansas guard. City is uh, gone. So, he gone. Bill Belichick is going to take Wyatt Davis. It's high for me for Wyatt Davis, but I respect this. I said last I respect time. you taking it, not Belichick taking him. Yeah, well. Yeah. That's that kind of that, that fits your character lately, just not respecting anything to do with Belichick. I respect that puppy. That dog Dude, that was dog awesome. Is, oh, yeah, uh, that, it's that, so that adorable. Was, uh, so Erroneous, sir. Erroneous on a count, um, which moving on. I count that we are now at pick number 16. Which means it is Mr. Kamenowski. Kamenowski. Did you just mispronounce your own no, last name? No, it's just name? because it's, it's a running joke in our family that telemarketers were terrible at pronouncing Oh, Kamenowski. Yeah. Uh, is, is Mr. Kawasaki in the house? You're kidding me. You're just messing with me now, right? Mm. Like, 11 year old me just mind blown imagine if your mom's first name was Matha what do you think that they called my mom on the phone yeah, Martha yes. Martha all the time Martha oh. why'd you ah. say that name why'd you say that yeah and he's he's the Batman or Superman to my Batman or Superman my mom's name is Martha my mom's name is Christy Aquaman so. <laughs> My mom or, was not a queen of, of Atlantis, so... She could be. All right. <laughs> Arizona, who they got? Sorry, my mind's broken right now. Um, 
Man, and uh, I mentioned earlier that who I really wanted to take for Dallas uh, when they oh needed cornerback, and Arizona really needs a cornerback too. That's number one on their list of needs that I have. And there's this guy there that, as we're constructing this mock draft, we are constructing it with the knowledge that we have at this very moment, at this point in time. That's not. That means if if in if, if injuries come out to be more severe, and guys drop off. Uh, drop down or if trades happen like that has nothing to do with this so at this point in time I think Caleb Farley cornerback out of Virginia Tech is the pick for the Arizona Cardinals he is arguably the best cornerback in this draft due to some injury concerns recently sprung up injury concerns he's slipping down draft boards but in most of the mocks I've seen he's still not falling out of the top 20 and I think that's indicative of the fact that the injuries aren't going to be anything that might cost him long-term playing time. Mm -hmm. And so I think that he could be at least maybe halfway through the season. And if the – I think if the Cardinals think that he could play at least half the season and then be an ace corner, a shutdown corner for them moving forward, they'd be thrilled to have him at 16. Yeah, medicals are huge for him. He's a big deciding factor because when he came back to he was a top five draft pick. No. Top ten draft pick. No, I mainly saw him after Sertan. I've seen a lot of mocks even before even before the injury. He was after Sertan and most. I've seen a lot that did have him uh, did have him like going six or seven though above Sertan even. Mm. He's he's good, but like we said, with the the medical not knowing fully the medicals, there's there's no way. But I mean, there's a lot of unknown still at this point in time, and so in a draft in which uh, Minnesota takes Trey Lance, then I'm going to go with Caleb Farley to Arizona. That's fair. Because we're crazy uh, on the Tailgate crazy. Podcast. And like Las crazy. Vegas, who you got? I'm really happy that he let him call me, so I'm going to go ahead and do uh, – Oh. Hey, Grant, what's up? It's about the same point, really. Hello. Fast and inspired. All right. Who are you taking? Goodbye. My you favorite. nailed this, the pronunciation of that. I'm very proud he of did, you right he now. You nailed that drunk. That's yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Oh, he's, he's slipping. In this draft class. And Same. Very, very clear. I've made that clear for a while. I really, really like. He measures just as well. Yeah, I like. I like. I like Owusu Korwa. Korwa. Yeah. Damn it. Owusu <laughs> Korwa. Well, he did mess it up, so I felt the need to. Yeah. There you go. All right. So yeah, that's that's a gets an excellent pick for the Raiders. The Raiders. The Miami Dolphins with their second first round pick are going to take a hometown kid. No, not Greg Rousseau, but Jalen Phillips, the guy who nailed his pro day and is getting compared to the Bosa's as far as athletically. Because he had an awful pro day. What do you mean? What does that mean? Because Phillips had a great pro day and Rousseau did not. What? Never mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't. I don't know where you're going there, but yeah, uh, Jalen Phillips' numbers and his size, speed, everything compares closely to Nick or Joey Bosa. And, yeah, being a local kid, high upside, they need pass rush. I think that's where they go. 
I can dig it. I think that's uh, that's an excellent pickup for them. He's a guy, yeah, again, local guy. Like, man, he has to travel so far to go from Miami to Miami. Ah, how stressful. I don't know where he's originally from because he started at UCLA. But but no, I mean, that's a hell of a pickup for Miami, and he's at this point seemingly the best pass rusher in this draft. And Mm -hmm. it's not like there's an overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. top-notch pass rusher in this draft, but out of a group where – these are guys who are probably going to go in the 15 to 20, like 15 and into 30s range, like by, like into the early second round. There's a lot of guys grouped together, and I would say Jalen Phillips is the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll be that guy that says that he probably was a top 10 defensive end draft pick if he wasn't medically discharged from UCLA. He was a five-star going into UCLA, like one of the 10, like a top 10 uh, recruit in the country. Mm-hmm. question. Hi. Hi. Just, just like me now. Hey. And that's the thing. The teams likely know that information. We don't. So. And again, he aced his uh, pro day, so that's a, that's a good indication regardless. He doesn't look medically dischargeable now. Nope. That's all that matters. Negative ghost rider. <clears throat> Washington. Who are you going down? Foosball team. Foosball uh, for Washington. Washington at this point would be absolutely thrilled if this is how this draft has shaken out. Mm-hmm. Because Minnesota would quarterback. Be, or Minnesota. Chicago would be pissed. Well, Chicago's gonna do dumb shit anyway and get pissed off regardless, so they don't need me don't, to they don't need don't me do to it. do them any favors. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I, I actually like wrote this in. Don't don't pick him. I wish I knew. I wonder if that's actually his first name because I wish I knew what his whole first name was. But Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama, is who uh, I Washington would be absolutely besides themselves if they don't have to trade up and can sit at 19 and have one of the quarterbacks fall to them. And you know what? You can blame me all you want to, but uh, let's see. You know, good. I'm glad you do. It means I'm doing something right. Mac Jones, quarterback, to, he can sit behind uh, behind Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year, and then he can go play with Scary Terry. And is not there, thank you very much. In Washington? Yes, he is. Oh, shit. Okay. I was thinking about Chicago. No, Chicago's got – yeah, now when we'll go ahead and move on now to you at the 20th pick, which the the Chicago Bears, because they've got the – Amazing, outstanding Andy Dalton at quarterback, and now they don't get to take Mac Jones. So who are you going to take? He's a red rifle. He is a... He's a horned frog. He's that T-Z. Yeah! What do you want? But how dare you take him from me? Yeah, I'm a bitch. What can I say? So I will go ahead. Um, hello, hello. Sam Ellinger oh. still on the board. Okay, I like what you that. Um, I'll go ahead and go with Rashad Bateman. I love <laughs> that guy coming out of college. Bateman's a stud. Receivers in this round, uh, he's a complete package. You know, he's tall enough. 
fast enough. Physicality, he'll, he'll fight to put that ball, but also on the same side, he'll make sure he wins that ball. Because it's all about the ball. If he's all those things, why isn't he going higher? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I like Rashad Bateman as well. <laughs> just had to challenge the pick. Okay, he's all those things. Why isn't he going higher than a guy who's 150 pounds soaking wet? Because it's a stacked wide receiver draft. I'm just, I'm being, yeah, that's, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, why is, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, they get to try to try to mimic their old wide receiver combo, two tall receivers going up in the end zone, all that shit. Chicago's going to suck for a while, so, you know, who cares? Yeah, they're going for the Twin Towers. Uh, we're going for the Brandon Marshall and um, Alshon Jeffrey, which was appropriate to say until I just said it there. And at Indianapolis, the very next pick, I'm going first pass rusher, or sorry, second pass rusher off the board, Quiddy Pay, your guy from Michigan. Quiddy, 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 Quiddy Pay. You got to quit, you got to pay. That kid doesn't quit, though. No, he does not. You're going to be paying him for a while. Yeah. No, I like Quiddy. Um, Indianapolis needs some pass rush, so they get their guy right there. Not the not the top pass. Uh, top pass rusher, but they get a good guy. He's going to fight hard. Yeah. Duncan, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, man, this is kind of a tough spot for Tennessee because there's, uh, they're, they're a strong team. There's not a lot of really glaring needs that they have. Um, but I think given the moves that they've just made, some of the departures they've just had, both just uh, cutting uh, – Malcolm Butler and, uh, um, oh my gosh, Adore Jackson. thank you, Adoree Jackson. Yep. I think they're going to go cornerback, and the elite cornerbacks are off the board. But now this is where you're going to look for the athleticism guys that can really develop into becoming an elite cornerback, and that's where I think the first guy off the board from that next tier will be Tyson Campbell, cornerback out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6-2, which that's something else. You wonder if by cutting two 5-10 cornerbacks, if Tennessee is looking to add more length at corner. A 6-foot-2 guy who's an a- just a re- an athletic phenom coming out of Georgia. Kind of makes a lot of sense that he would be that guy. Yeah. Yeah, fits the mold of what <coughs> Belichick guys, right? I should say, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he didn't really coach under Belichick, but he is – Still of the same mindset. Yeah. Uh, kind of the type of guys that they go for, taller, mm-hmm. physical. You hate that pick? I'm pissing well, off Ty again. Were you going to take, uh, take him the very next pick? Hmm. Who are you taking instead? I don't know yet. I, th- I think you do. Yeah, you do. Ty, we already broke the wall. Everybody knows we have him written down. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really <laughs> mad at Duncan for taking this pick because I really liked him. But also, I went ahead and went Greg Newsome mm-hmm. here. And he's a fantastic corner. He played really well this last year. Mm-hmm. That stout Northwestern defense, man. Yeah. He covered a lot of good receivers. I mean, Chris Olave, and he mm-hmm. shut him down for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that offense could not be denied. It was like, man, obviously. 
Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Pittsburgh next. I have uh, Liam Eichenberg out of <clears throat> Notre Dame going there. They need to shore up their offensive line. And not a ton of options. I mean, I guess Tevin Jen- Jenkins is still available. I'm still going to stick with Eichenberg. I'm a little uh, unhappy with you because, honestly, there's a part of me that really wants Eichenberg to end up a chief. Mm. And so, but that's, I mean, he also fits with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, he just seems like, and that just sounds like a guy that would go play for the Steelers, Liam Eichenberg. Yeah. Eichenberg blocking for Roethlisberger. Jesus. At least for one year. Let's go, yeah, let's go hang out in, in strip clubs and or at, at yeah. clubs and stuff and, you know, not go, never mind. For the early talk of, like, oh, it's a two-tackle draft and you're screwed after that, like, there could legitimately be, like, five first-round offensive tackles, yep. six possible. But who knows? Uh, next up, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, let's see. Another team that needs an offensive tackle. I mean, they went and they took Trevor Lawrence with their first pick. So mm-hmm. you went and got your guy to uh, to sling the ball around. Now you need somebody to make sure that he has time to sling the ball around. Absolutely. And uh, that's where I was really tempted to go with Elijah Vera Tucker here. And I think he is definitely a first-round prospect. But given his size and the how he played over his career, the position he played, positions he played at USC over the course of his career, I think his NFL destiny is more likely interior or if he does play tackle at right tackle. And that's why I'm going to go with a guy who does project to be in a left tackle for Jacksonville. And I'm going to go with Samuel Cosme, mm-hmm. the uh, tackle out of Texas. Tejas. Hook them down. down. Hook them down. But no, Cosme, he protected Eilinger's blindside. And Eilinger put up a lot of numbers over the last few years. Number two behind Colt McCoy for most uh, quarterback records at Texas. And he doesn't do a lot of those things without Cosme taking care of him. For sure. For show. For show. Ty? Cleveland. From here? Cleveland! uh, Rocks. So I'm going to go ahead and go corner here. And I am all in on Asante Samuel. I think it might be a little bit of a stretch. I definitely think it might be not necessarily a reach, given the fact that Farley's been injured and with everything that's happening here. But I think that this is... I've seen a lot of late first, early second for him. So that's, that's, that's reasonable. I mean, he has the pedigree. Mm-hmm. We talked about the pedigrees when it comes to these players. Um, and he's just a good player. Like, he's an athletic player. Like Florida State weirdly has a few players like on a really bad team this year. We're like, man, I wish uh, the rest mm-hmm. of your team played as hard as you guys. Like, and Asante Samuel Jr. was one of those guys. Marvin Wilson was yep. the other guy um, who's going to be probably like a third-round pick. Yeah. Uh, defensive tackle. But they, they did have some standout players. So just because he was on a bad team. Doesn't doesn't say oh, anything negative about him. He's he's a good player that happened to play for a shit team. That said, uh, originally uh, I was hoping to target Asante Samuel Jr. in one of my next couple picks, but there's a glaring, glaring. This is and this <clears throat> is like really true. Yeah, we. I think we. For a true contender. I th- and I'm pretty sure we had him going top. 
20? I don't know. Somewhere on our, on our last, last mock draft, a lot higher than we do this time. Uh, I have Baltimore going Aziz Ojolari uh, at 27. Uh, if he is there at 27, I don't think Baltimore would have the balls to pass on him. Like the athleticism that this kid has. I've said, I don't think on the podcast, but in private, that I think that he has potential to be better than uh, the outside linebacker for, uh, for LSU that went Played uh, on uh, Chase on from last year. Uh, just way better tape than him. Smarter player. Can do a lot more <clears throat> as a stand-up pass rusher and uh, in the outside linebacker role as well as an edge. Um, but Baltimore loves those athletic pros- prospects, and mm-hmm. he fits their mold perfectly. Especially, I mean, yeah, they just lost Judon, and mm-hmm. after trying an experiment yep. with uh, – um, Yannick Ngakwe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they need, like, they've got interior guys. They've got the Derek Wolves. They've got the uh, um, uh, Kalias Campbell. But, they, yeah, they need the athletic edge guy, and Ojolari yeah. is perfect for that. Absolutely. All right. That so brings us to New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. Who dat say they going to beat them suits? Probably – Probably a few teams this year. Probably a few teams, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the Saints, I mean. Oh, that, that's not going to beat them Saints this year. The Lions? Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, sorry about oh, that. Cowboys man. might. I don't know if they play, actually. I don't think play. Anywho. Um, no, but uh, so Saints, they just lost Trey Hendrickson, Hendrickson in free agency. They definitely they have a need there at pass rusher. I think that there is – Guy who is unproductive in college, but he just he's making scouts drool with his athletic ability and with his with his workout numbers, and that is Jason Owe. Another guy who nailed his pro day. Four three six, man. Jesus. Insane. But defensive end out of Penn State. He, the, New Orleans would be an ideal landing spot for him too, because then he can work with Cameron Jordan, who mm. is just one of those guys. He's a consummate professional. And uh, also getting up there in age, though, and if there is the kind of mentor veteran that you'd like to have for a raw prospect like Owe, sure. I think Cameron Jordan it would be right at the top of that list. So yeah. I, I go Jason Owe to uh, New Orleans at 28. I like it. Green Bay, who are they going, Ty? The Packers. Rodgers! Can they just draft him again? That's probably what they'd like to do every year. They're going to kick a field goal. <laughs> I need to watch the Jeopardy. Dude, really it's so funny. Best Jeopardy. Oh, best final Jeopardy ever. I don't even know what the question was. Do you, can we just – Yeah. So, yeah, the, one of the guy's answers is who, who wanted to kick the field goal? And Rodgers is just caught so off guard. He just – just, it's really funny. You got to watch it. And I'm I'm a Jeopardy fan anyway, and so rest in peace, Alex Trebek. And like that's something where I really want to like I try. I used to try to watch it as much as I could, and so with these Aaron Rodgers episodes, I have every intention of watching, mm-hmm. going back and watching him and recording him. So a lot of people think that he should be the full time uh, Jeopardy guy once he See, retires. and that's what he can use to leverage Green Bay into trading him. <laughs> I'll or retire. It's like, like, I'll retire right. and go do Jeopardy, Jeopardy if you don't give me what oh, I he said, want. He said, he goes, I think I can do both for a little while. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> leave practice and go host Jeopardy. 
be hilarious. You can get like, you can. You can, can say you can't because the season was always in jeopardy. Jesus. That's something completely different. Uh, go from there. Uh, Rondé Moore, I think, is the wide receiver that has taken off the board here. That would There's do something of, to keep him in Green Bay. Keep Rodgers happy in Green Bay. I think that dynamic that can play every position, but you should line them up with the quickest, fastest, most athletic guy on the outside and play that new age ball that is happening right now where it's like you have that big, or not, you have the big wide receiver, but you also have the small wide receiver that can stretch the field. And it's so quick. That would be Rondell Moore. Um, also, in the same fact, I mean, Gary Sony could fit in this as well. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Like, you're talking about those, like, late round receivers. I think one thing that I'll challenge on that um, that was brought up recently what exactly on tape numbers wise is Rondale Moore better than Elijah Moore at? not getting injured oh, you mean no well you mean like you mean getting injured yeah, yeah, he's yeah, better I, than him at I getting injured Elijah Moore is more healthy Yes. Rondale Moore is. Right. So that's a pl- another plus for Elijah. Yeah, I know, but I know that's the only thing that Rondale is incredible, but staying healthy has got to be. Cause with, it's got to be better than that. With Rondale Moore, because like, we're in, in a time where, and we've talked about it before, where so many speed, speed receivers that are under six foot get compared to Tyreek Hill, and right. that teams are looking for the next Tyreek Hill. Right. Rondale Moore is the receiver when I watch clips of him from Purdue is the receiver that I actually see comes the closest Mm -hmm. to being a Tyreek Hill in regards to the fact that he's not just a pure speedster, but he can adjust in the middle of a route to Mm -hmm. to the ball to him. He's yeah, thick bodied and he's just he's a threat with the ball in his hands regardless. He's not just pure speed, he's not a deep threat only. He's a multi-utility guy. We, we saw him single-handedly take down a very good, very, very good Ohio State yeah. team. Yeah, and so this Not is... Not just take him down and beat their ass. And so this, he's somebody who I could see be a poor man's Tyreek Hill. Because I don't think there will be another Tyreek Hill anytime soon in the league. But if there's no. somebody, if there is somebody who people are looking forward to finally compare and say, hey, here's the next Tyreek Hill, I think Rondé Muller is definitely the closest at this point in time. Body type and everything fit for sure. Uh, Buffalo definitely need pass rush. I'm just I'm gonna go Jason uh, Joseph Osai, defensive end from Texas. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I mean, and I yeah, y'all know how I feel about Texas, but I especially watching the K State Texas game, there was some moments with got to see Joseph Osai, and there was a moment where uh, one of his one of his fellow offensive or one of his fellow teammates got got injured, real bad injury. I think it was right before halftime or right at the start of the second half. Had to get carted off, and Osai is one of the guys that was right there, and he was getting emotional about it. And so I love seeing guys that – obviously you hate seeing them in situations where they have to get emotional, but I love seeing guys that have that emotional connection with their teammates and aren't afraid to let it loose. And that goes to show that's somebody who cares. That's somebody who has the passion. And that's somebody who would do very well in a close-knit group like Buffalo, where you see they brought so many guys in. He would be a welcome addition to that locker room and somebody who I think could acclimate very quickly. For sure. He had a good college campaign. When you talk about like his, his intangibles when it comes to like affecting the play, honestly, like being double-teamed sometimes on the outside, like that's what 
that was his career. Yeah. He's come off the outside. We need to chip out. For sure. Yeah. Duncan, who you got? Your Kansas City Chiefs taking at number 31. We're going to forfeit the pick, actually. So are going to forfeit the pick? Yeah, we're good enough as it is. We saw what happened in the Super Bowl. No, what we saw happen in the Super Bowl is our offensive tackles were shit. So we need to upgrade at tackle. We've made some great moves on the interior with Kyle Long and, and Joe, Joe, Thune, Joe Tooney. Thune. I think it's Tooney. I think it is actually Tooney. Silent T or Silent, or H? Silent H? I believe so. Yeah, it's, it's Hooney. Silent H. It's Honey. honey. It's Joe Honey. Joe Honey. It's honey. Honey, honey. It's a Silent T. Honey. Honey. Uh, but Kyle Long, Austin Blythe, and I think Blythe was actually an underrated signing. Uh, and that's uh, – I, I he did not allow many like he he was he was a like rock in the middle of that Rams sack. offensive line one sack. So interesting enough to that like and this is where like we've talked about Pro Football Focus having its flaws. Uh, they actually still had your guys' awesome starting writer. Yeah, they had him rated higher. I saw than this, Blythe. and I take a lot Unreal. of issue with that. And I looked at other free agent rankings of centers, and they had uh, Ryder even higher than Nick Martin. Uh, from uh, formerly of Houston, who just signed with the Raiders. Yeah, not that he, not that he's something I was his like, brother, if, you've, but, if you've watched yeah. as many Chiefs games as I have the last couple I mean, of years, why you know, Austin Ryder. Austin Ryder is not as good as as Blythe or Martin or right. anybody else. Like, there's a reason the Chiefs were hoping that Rodney Hudson would be available on the free agent market. Yeah, he's the best free agent center available. But he, well, and he got traded. You know, he got yeah. traded. He didn't even want to be traded Arizona. He wanted to be cut and yeah, signed with Kansas City. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Not Tooney. They had Austin Blythe. Blythe. Underwriter. But I think it was a smart signing by the Chiefs, and sometimes you need to change the scenery. And For I sure. think playing with, on an Andy Reid offensive line with Andy Hackett, head coach, and that's been great. Grew up but being a that fan gets of. to uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, Iowa State guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Iowa. Yeah. No, Iowa guy. Blythe was – his brother was Iowa State. Never yes, mind. I apologize. Fucking better. Uh, I, that's why I really do. Aaron, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, but uh, – <laughs> About all this roundabout to who the Chiefs are going to take. Obviously, I've said it's going to be an offensive tackle. I still think they signed Alejandro, Vill- Alejandro Villanueva or Russell Okung or if Fisher actually is ready to go by, the, by some miracle. And the doctor that Brett Veach referred to in, in a press conference a month or so ago said that they think that he might be ready for the season. If that happens, I think they might try to bring Fisher back. But – I still think the Chiefs have to go offensive tackle, and I mentioned how much I like Vera Tucker, but we need somebody who can play left tackle, and I think that best option would be Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. And then he has long arms. He's good. He's, I like him a lot, man, and that's Oklahoma State. You know, they, they've produced, they produce some tackles, you know, Okung being mm-hmm. one of them. And so they're, they're, he's a big bullish guy, and even if he doesn't start from the get-go, if he gets to sit behind a Villanueva, you know, he gets to learn from guys like that Villanueva Okung or whoever and Kyle Long, and I, especially Kyle Long. I love that get to get to learn from him. And so, yeah, Tevin Jenkins I think would be the pick for the Chiefs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Ty. Who you got? Close it out, baby. Super Bowl champs. So Fuck I have that. the Super Bowl champs go ahead and trying to – I'm not salty. Uh, Not at you, baby. Yeah, wow, that was... Baby. <laughs> baby. Strengthening a strength, maybe. I think they have a good defensive line and they're trying to go for there because they've resigned a lot of players. And so I think they're going to try to take a reach here as a player that they think could be the future of the position they want. So I think I haven't gone Gregory or so here because he was a scouted top talent as far as defensive end is concerned. But 
It's the Taco Charlton pick, man. <laughs> There's no business being picked there. I, 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 honestly, I can't really argue past that. We'll see. I mean, and it's I, I wouldn't be shocked if Russo still slides in the first round because people, scouts, always fall in love with with pass rushers with natural, with, with, with athleticism and and that just. He was not impressive in his pro day, but he's still got a lot of measurables that you know there's NFL scouts that are like, oh, yeah. That's liter- you guys literally just described Taco Charlton yeah. and why he I'm was drafted I'm not saying ahead. that it's going to be right. I'm just no, saying no. that I think he still it's, ends up in the first round because of that. Right. That's, and that's what I'm saying. The, the scouts, you get a pick wrong because of measurables every year, yep. and Russo is going to be that guy. That closes the book on our, as I also closed, you closed yours, now I'm going to close mine. Close the book on our second mock draft. Aw. The second edition. It was like mine was the first one and yours was the second one. And yeah. You see what I did both there? Both books and are we got excited. Closed. We started knocking the microphone around. Yeah. Mic Damn. No, you pin drop, Aaron. Thank That's your thing. Ah, I'm such a dick. It's thank never you. quiet enough to hear a thank pin you. drop. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, Royals, Whit Merrifield. Yeah, three home runs, nine RBIs through four games. Royals are three and one. We'll talk baseball next week. I promise. He promises. If we don't, broken promise. It's going to be just me talking for First one for ninety minutes with these two okay. just sat and, and taped up and not saying a damn word. Mm, that's a good point, Aaron. I agree. I wouldn't be able to actually. That, I'll just open my mouth and you can like dub over. Like I'll just go, and you can just like say whatever <laughs> you want and then react to it as well. How about that? Don't put ideas in my head. No, we're gonna, do it. We're gonna do that someday. We're we're gonna record a podcast where we all just like not really say anything, and then each person Ooh, gets a different voices. person. Mixed voices could be fun. That would be fun. We'll pitch it to Gracie. We'll see. But <laughs> thank you for listening. That was our second mock draft. Uh, we promise, Duncan. Wit. We will be able to talk. Because he's been he's 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 wit and he's getting the hits. Uh, and your mic's off. Oh, damn. I have a booming <laughs> voice that the other microphones will...